This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Daily Mig Show and Rockaholics. We want to know if you have ever needed surgery for an epic reason. 206-803-ROCK. We are asking because Corey texted us earlier and we, we loved his story so much over text that we knew we needed to get him on the phone. Corey, I, I understand you're driving on 405. Be safe out there, brother. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I will. So- so, Corey, earlier we were talking about this guy who had brain surgery and he was playing the guitar. He was fully alert and they're doing brain surgery while he's playing the guitar. And then we end up talking about like somebody once was doing a violin or a Rubik's Cube. And we just started talking about all these crazy things that happen while people are getting brain surgery done to themselves. And you texted in. We were just about to go to a break, so we didn't have time to talk to you. But you were like, yeah, I had brain surgery. And you started listing off all the crazy things that you were having to do while you were alert. Yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting reason and the reason they're doing it obviously and probably similar to the gentleman you were talking about is to figure out you know where they can uh, you know they kind of poke and prod to figure out where they can cut and where they can remove so um, when I had mine they had warned me ahead of time they said hey you're going to wake up you know we'll wake you up during this and you're going to go through some tests so obviously they knocked me out cut my head open you know took the skull out or whatever and started the brain surgery and then throughout the surgery they put my head in a brace and then actually uh yeah woke me back up and you know you're kind of semi groggy obviously because you're coming out of anesthesia and whatnot but i mean i knew what was going on and so they were showing me if i remember correctly it was uh objects on a card which is like a black picture and asking uh-huh. me to identify them they're basically poking my what i would equate to poking my brain with a stick uh you know and having me do that to see if i would have a reaction to it and again i'm my understanding the intent of that was to make sure that you know if they poked part of my brain and all of a sudden i couldn't say what it was or i made a weird noise or something you know hey that's a part of the brain we probably should leave alone i get so grumpy when my wife makes me up from a nap i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> you are getting woken up while you're having people poking your do you feel them poking your brain while you're while they're asking you those questions no because you don't actually have nerves on your brain itself so you don't feel anything uh but to your point i think the worst part of that was being woken up and then uh, having to realize that, oh, you're being put back to sleep. And by the way, we're going to continue cutting into you. You're not even done. Yeah. So most of the time when you wake up from a surgery, you're done. So they wake you up. They, they poke and prod and ask you all these questions. Then they put you back under and then you get woken up out of anesthesia a second time? Correct. Because they're checking basically. And again, this is this was 15 years ago. So there's a neurologist out there listening. I'm sorry if I'm not 100% accurate. But essentially, they're looking at where they can cut. So they're making their marks or, you know, making their diagram or whatnot so that when they put me back out, that's when they're actually going to do the removal of the brain because I had a tumor, so they had to remove actual brain along with the tumor. Oh and they want to make sure when they're cutting into that and removing that that they're not going to damage my brain 
rate, my recognition. So what kind of recovery was this uh, on the other side of the surgery? Honestly, it took longer to recover from a root canal than it did that. Um, I was out of the hospital in 36 hours. This is dumb, but like to ask you. Um, but like, you know, sometimes good. I've had certain things done, and I, later on you start feeling like, oh, I feel great. And then all of a sudden, like, the yeah, anesthesia wears off, and you start. Did your brain hurt after the fact? or? <laughs> Uh, no, that's a very, or, uh, you know, very fair question. So initially it wasn't that bad. Obviously I woke up, I was kind of out of it. Uh, and then to get back into it, cause not only is the anesthesia wearing off, but you're missing part of your brain now. Uh, but I was able to talk and whatnot. And so I had to, um, they wouldn't let me go home until I was able to use the restroom on my own, which by the way, they didn't tell me they was putting a catheter in me either. So Ooh. that was a fun surprise. <laughs> um, Jeez, man. Yeah, when I said, hey, I need to go to the bathroom, they said, okay, go. And I'm like, wait, what? And they said, no, you're fine to go. And I, you know, I did the, out of the movies where you look down, pull the dress up and look down and, oh. Um, well, well the, uh, the recovery itself, I mean, I went home and it was kind of fine. There was obviously... Uh, there was swelling and whatnot. Actually, about a week later was when it was probably the worst. That's when, you know, because your brain is essentially rewiring itself and learning what to do again. So there was a few instances there where I couldn't do things. Like, I just couldn't do something. Uh, I couldn't spell for a while. And then I went through these really crazy mood swings where there was one time where I was just pissed at everything. It didn't matter what it was. It was bad. Um, and mind you, I was 17, so, like, one of my parents stayed home with me. There was another time where I was laughing at everything. Uh, probably, like, your buddy getting super stoned. Like, no matter what, you said I was laughing. And I still remember my dad having fun with it because he would, like, you know, he was just, like, cracking jokes, whatever he could to make me laugh, and I was just dying. So it was a very interesting recovery process. Corey, this whole thing is crazy, but I think the craziest <laughs> part is that you thought that there's a neurologist listening to our show <laughs> that would correct you with any of it. All the neurologists are texting in right now. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, hey, uh, we didn't ask. You know, I, I hope you're okay with me. I said, what, no, good, why did you have to have brain surgery in the first place? Yeah, so I had had, uh, they're kind of hard to describe, but I had what we now know is like kind of little mini micro seizures, which I would equate to kind of, you know, like where you spaced out and kind of snap back into it. And you're like, man, what just happened? Well, I would have those, but I couldn't snap back into it. And I'd actually went to the doctor about it. Uh, and they basically just kind of wrote it off as like, oh, it's part of puberty, it's hormones or whatnot. Mind you, I, this was not my first surgery. I went in there after I almost cut my thumb off. I had exploratory surgery. Like, I didn't go there because I, you know, I had a boo-boo. But they kind of wrote it off. Well, I had a grand mal seizure in high school, oh which is, you know, where I actually like fully passed out. And my other epileptic people, I'm sorry, flopped like a fish type thing. Uh, and I got to call them out. Uh, my buddy Dave, who was there at the time, I don't think this kid graduated high school, but that kid saved my life because he knew that I was having a seizure while nobody else did. Wow. It was to get the food out of my mouth. So, Dave, you're listening. Thanks, man. Oh, that is terrifying. Yeah, there's a better chance so of Dave listening than in your hours. If we're going by IQ, definitely, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> so, how were they? Uh, yeah, so, oh, they ambulanced me, and, um, you know, I woke up. I'll tell you, I could, scariest part honestly of the whole thing probably was i passed out obviously not knowing what's happening and i woke up being strapped down to a gurney being loaded in the back of an ambulance so i had a few choice words for the you know the um, emts and medics because i had no idea what was going on uh so that was definitely i mean that was pretty scary waking up and being strapped down and being wheeled into something so then you go you go in and they find that you have this tumor and you had to have the tumor removed yep so they uh they did an mri the first doctor honestly was not very confident uh, I still remember sitting out with my parents and the guy, you know, he said, hey, I have a tumor. And he goes, I'm a CNS, which is a, a, a neurosurgeon, but also a spine guy. He goes, I do mostly spine, but, you know, I could, I, I've done a few brain surgeries. 
not exactly what you want to hear. No. So yeah, we'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah, I would give it the best shot. So thank God they uh, referred me up to uh, University of Washington, which is one of the top, I think with the time it was top 10 neurological hospitals in the country. And Dr. Cybergeld is up there is pretty world renowned. So uh, his confidence level was a lot different and just basically said, hey, just like your dad or mom goes and does their job or you go to school, my job is brain surgery. I can do this. So that and, was much more reassuring. And how have you been since the surgery? Everything's good? Yeah, I mean, good for the most part. Uh, sometimes it affected my short-term memory a little bit. Sometimes it's harder to remember things, and occasionally I'll forget somebody's name when I was really good. Used to be really good at that, but outside of that, man, totally fine. Like, I'm grateful. And Thank I you. know a few other people who have had them. I actually, uh, another gentleman who lives in my neighborhood had surgery by the same guy. Uh, so we ended up figuring that out. It was kind of a small world, but uh, so it's kind of fun to talk to other people that they've been through, but, you know, a lot of us are lucky that we did have access to such good medical care and, you know, other than that crazy experience, not a lot of uh, effects, side effects. Do you guys call each other brain buddies? Yeah, uh, brain tumor buddies. Very close. <laughs> yeah, brain tumor buddies. I actually have two of them that I know of that had uh, similar surgeries. Like I said, one gentleman in my na- literally lives in my neighborhood. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 